0: In the wake of George Floyd's murder, many sports leagues took a look at themselves to see how they were fighting systematic racism, and if they were doing enough. One of these leagues was NASCAR. NASCAR made some changes to the way they ran things, and got rid of a few things that they shouldn't have had in the first place, such as banning the Confederate flag. And somehow, they became the most progressive sports league in the last six months. Now, I'm not qualified at all to talk about the current sport, as I don't really follow it, but I thought it would be interesting to go back in time and look at the origins of NASCAR, and let me tell you, it's a roller coaster. Hello, I'm Moof. I'm Eli. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to the next edition of When the Lights Go Out. This episode is going to be a lot of fun. My first question to you two are, do you guys like crime novels or crime shows? How does that, what does that have to do with NASCAR? What? You're about to find out. This
1: oh my is gonna, God. This is a rollercoaster. Crime novels you. or, yeah, I like crime shows.
0: What's your favorite crime
1: novel or show? Crime, I don't have a favorite crime novel. How if, about you, Rachel? I can't
2: even think of a crime
0: novel. I mean, me I used, tell to, you about, I used to really like
1: NCIS back in the day.
0: Let me tell you, I love me some Bones. Oh okay, but it's a good show. This like guy, David Boreanaz.
1: This guy. Are you gonna go through all of the names of the characters? <laughs> I again.
0: I definitely could, but he I Here's the not. IMDb tab open.
1: <laughs> no, he hasn't memorized. No, no. Oh, I know. He has a tattoo of all of them on his left arm.
0: Do you know how many times I've watched the opening of Bones? I do not. Many times. Wow. Well, how does it go? Impressive. i I'm have not. It's it's just music. There are no words.
1: Oh. Before we get into the actual podcast I just wanted to let everybody out there know that we have a website when the lights you can find all of our podcasts um, links to all our social media and stuff uh there you can that we have some blog posts that we uh, put out occasionally as well you can uh, you can go to our Instagram from there or just look up at when the lights go out pod uh the Instagram helps you get a lot of fun updates on graphics uh and we do have a lot of content that goes up just on instagram and also just make sure to check out our twitter at lights go out pod now back to you move
0: so hold that thought guys on the crime novel movie show thing because
1: wait hold on just look out my hands uh, where, where'd you go oh okay i got it
0: okay. all right so i'm just gonna cut that out i'm grasping it in two ahead.
1: no i'm grasping it in two hands this is part right. of the podcast but yeah hold, hold on to that I'm holding on to it right now.
0: You'll see where it comes in in about like three seconds. Should I put it in my pocket? To get to the core of NASCAR's history, we have to talk about prohibition, and that seems like a big left turn. But was
1: that was that, was that pun NASCAR intended?
0: <laughs> that wasn't, but now it is. <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna seem unrelated, but we'll get to how everything relates. So this is the second
1: if, unrelated thing you've you've told us.
0: It, trust me, this is a puzzle that. It's it's coming together. I
1: feel like uh, imagine the what's his cronk face? Charlie meme? from the cronk meme,
0: where he's like, "Yeah, it's all coming
1: together." Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, God. I was thinking of the uh the Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme with Charlie and he's, Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, <laughs> he's got all <laughs> the, the mail.
2: I want to talk about the mail.
1: <laughs> his hands are shaking. He yeah. looks yeah. like he's like just drinking. You know the episode with
2: Charlie I and he shaking. You know, he's, <laughs> no. Please give me more so, description. You know that one episode the show, of the show? It's in Philadelphia. Which is in Pennsylvania. Is
0: it always sunny though? Uh, most of the time. Most of the oh, time. Fucking long. They You're... say
2: it's always sunny. They say it's always. But sunny. they own this bar.
0: <laughs> I'm hey, And they own this bar, and Danny DeVito's there. Oh, and he see, goes, "Hey
2: see, guys, listen, see,
1: I got it. I'm part they, of the group." And then they, they, own they, they own a, do. Cocaine. They
0: own a bar, right? This is about prohibition. Oh, I'm getting right deep. You brought it back. <laughs> Son of a gun. We brought it Look back. That baby. That's the move I know and love. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. So let's. Talk about a little bit of the history of prohibition before we get into NASCAR. It's all related. Originally, there were things called temperance societies. Temperance societies in the 1820s and the 30s were a sort of wave of religiousness that was felt throughout the U.S. Many of these religious movements called towards the movement of temperance, which is an abstinence from alcohol. In 1838, Massachusetts passed one of the first temperance laws banning the sale of alcohol under 15 gallons in quantity, and that lasted two years, and then was repealed after that. In 1846, Maine passed a similar law, followed by an even stricter law in 1851. By the time the Civil War came around, a number of states had passed very similar temperance society laws. By the time the 1900s rolled around, temperance societies were Pretty common in the United States. Was that another
1: pun? Rolled around.
0: No, that was just a that was just, that's a common expression. Turn of phrase. <laughs> it's an idiom. Okay, keep going. So, actually, you're that you're brings great, sweetie. That, that brings us to our first trivia question. Oh, trivia. No. Okay. Uh, um, are you guys ready? You guys ready? So, This is a multiple choice question. There are four choices, but there are two right answers. Okay. Okay. Which groups of people played a major role in the temperance movement? A. Medical professionals. B. Military officials. C. Women. And D. Factory owners.
1: I have an idea. Okay. It's t- I I I know. I think I know one for sure.
2: Okay. What was
1: the first one?
0: Medical professionals. Medical professionals.
1: Military officials. Women, women. and factory owners. Okay, I think I have my two. Do you have yours? Because I want to explain mine.
2: I think I have one. Okay. I'll lock in too.
1: You'll lock in? Okay. I'm gonna go with C and D. Okay. So am so that's women and factory owners. The factory owners for me is the one that made the most sense, at least in my mind, because if you basically they don't want their um like workers to be any amount of intoxicated. <laughs> Because then they have to like pay for that, like people like dying and stuff. Ever seen the monkey's paw, that movie? I
0: have no idea what you're I don't talking know what
1: about. That is. It's uh, not really relevant, but basically, it's about <laughs> a factory worker that like <laughs> falls into like a rotating thing and gets like chopped up. And then his family has like a magic monkey paw and they wish him back, but he's like still chopped up. And so he's a monster. N- nothing to do with NASCAR, what? but.
0: Why do you think it's women?
1: Uh, oh, um, well, I, I was thinking about it and I thought maybe I felt like, uh, doctors is too like on the nose. Um, yeah. so I think that that was like, I think you were tricking us with that one. And I also think you were tricking us with military because I feel like that one was too on the nose as well. Okay. What I thought, about- thought when I think because there was also a big, um, movement at that time to get women the right to vote, mm-hmm. but, and you know, women's suffrage was, was big. And I think that that makes sense timeline wise. So that's mm-hmm. why I said that.
0: Hmm.
2: I agree with the factory workers, I'm going to say that, but I'm kind of leaning towards what was it, was it medical officials, was that?
0: Medical professionals and military officials were the other two.
2: I'm leaning towards medical professionals. I just, I don't know. I feel like in terms of like public health or like concerns like that, they could have played a role with it somehow, but
0: I have no idea. That's fair. That's fair. So the two correct answers are the one you both got right was factory owners. Yeah. Um, because that's like what Eli said. Right. They wanted to prevent accidents and monkey's increase- Monkey's paw? No, 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 no. <laughs> they wanted to prevent accidents and increase worker efficiency. They wanted to right. increase monkey's paws. Okay. And the second right answer, which Eli also got right, was uh, women, because alcohol was seen as a destructive force for families and marriages.
2: The interesting.
0: The only reason um, like why, logically, I wouldn't say it was medical professionals, because this was- this was not too far past when doctors were prescribing cocaine for stuff. It's a very good point. So, that is a good point. So, like, yeah. And military officials, that was just something I made up. Yeah. So, now, fast forward to 1917. On April 6th, the U.S. entered World War I. After we entered the war... Uh, Woodrow Wilson, who was the president at the time, enacts a temporary prohibition to save grain for food and rations. The same year, Congress proposed the 18th Amendment. This amendment would ban the manufacturing, transportation, and sale of intoxicating liquors. They set the limit for the ratification to seven years, but considering how slow bureaucracy moves right now, this is going to be a complete surprise. It was to me. It was ratified in 11 months wow wow so how many
1: how many do you know how many states it needed to be ratified at that point was that because all the states were there except for hawaii and alaska i
0: I believe it was like around it was the high 30s high 30s still yeah Yeah. because i mean it
1: wouldn't be that much different it was only 48 states yeah yeah. right
0: like 37 ish yeah yeah yeah. yeah. 11 months
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. so no doubt no
0: this is this is your second question oh goodness this is a this is an open discussion one. Okay. Oh. Ooh. So now we're getting into the NASCAR part of it. Interesting. What's something that if it was banned, you would go the illegal route to get it?
1: If it was banned for me, like like if it, if it if it started out not being banned,
0: yeah, and then it became illegal for me. I it would be chocolate. Like I, oh, I have a thing ooh, for chocolate. That's a
1: good. No, that's a good choice. Wow, I think I would mm-hmm. have to go with of course Monster Reborn, the Yu-Gi-Oh card that's not allowed in competitions.
0: So you have some first hand experience I that do right? have first hand okay. experience. Gotcha, when I, when gotcha. I was like
1: eight maybe we maximum, it. I I I went to a competition and I like I had my Monster Reborn uh card in there and they told me I couldn't have it and I was like eight. I didn't know anything.
0: See, that's what that's what ladies, that's what heartbreak feels like. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs>
1: I of course lost that match and I think I quit Yu-Gi-Oh! at that point.
0: Damn. And then fast forward to senior year of high school, we got really into Yu-Gi-Oh again. That's what sweet. about you, Rachel? What's something that if it was banned, you would definitely go the illegal route to get it?
2: I can think of two different things. Um my first answer to that would be movies or like oh, TV yeah. shows. That's a good choice. Mm-hmm. Like if those were just banned, but there's still a way to access them, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then my second answer would probably be like music or live entertainment?
1: So what you're saying is you're every character in Footloose? <laughs> oh my god. Am I wrong?
2: Now I guess... she's like rethinking her existence. <laughs> this
0: is your fault. That is
2: the worst way you've ever described me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the meanest thing you've ever said about me. I also would
1: like to say I think avocados is up there for me. Because that's something that mm. is like... It feels special every time you get avocados because... Because they're they're you expensive because you, they don't really grow right around this area, so like I always feel like oh like there's avocados like I could put the avocado on my subway sandwich or, you know whatever it is, uh, and if that was just like gone,
2: I'm just imagining mm-mm. a guy on the street with like a trench coat like you want some of these and lifts it hey, up kid, and it's avocados hey, kid, you want
1: some avocados they're ripe. <laughs>
0: The 18th Amendment was ratified on January 16th, 1919. Prohibition was officially started on January 17th, 1920. So, as usual, when something is widely loved and is taken away, people find other ways to get it. For sure. We've heard of speakeasies and places that sold alcohol, but the 18th Amendment wasn't just about banning the sale. It was also about manufacturing and transport of alcohol. Where were speakeasies getting the liquor they were selling?
1: Uh, I think I know the
0: answer to this, and I think this is not a question. That was rhetorical. Okay, yeah. <laughs> shut up. <Aww>. So <laughs> I deserve that. We're we're going we're going to question three. We're keeping it moving.
1: Wait, hold on. You just said okay.
0: This is a this that was a rhetorical question. I'm going to tell you the actual question, Okay. <laughs> what were people who manufactured alcohol illegally commonly referred to as? So so here's the thing.
1: I think I don't know if I know the answer, but I'm I think I think one of my grandparents or one of my great grandparents made bathtub gin. Irrelevant. Not really. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That's I'm joking. exactly what we're talking about.
2: We're talking about Wayne Gretzky.
1: <laughs> I might be related to Wayne Gretzky and I think that's cool.
2: You make bathtub gin.
1: I don't know if he made bathtub gin. I
0: haven't. All right, so you don't know the answers. I'm gonna go with (laughs) Pablo Okay, what do you think? I have no idea. They were called bootleggers. I thought this was gonna be a layup. Um,
1: Bootleggers. Okay, I only think of when I think of bootlegs, I think of like like CDs and movies and stuff.
0: That makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean same idea. Manufacturers popped up everywhere from North Carolina to Washington State, making illegal moonshine that they then sold to speakeasies, who would eventually sell them to customers. This brings up another problem. How did they transport their goods without being caught? So, they had these drivers called rum runners or just runners. They took regular cars, made a bunch of smart modifications to them, such as they modified the engines for greater speeds, they removed the floorboards and passenger and back seats to store as many cases of liquor as possible, installed extra suspension springs to handle the weight put in a dirt dirt protected plate in front of the radiator so it wouldn't get clogged up with mud and such to make the deal even more impressive runners would often be forced to drive on winding single lane dirt or gravel roads with their headlights turned off as an extra precaution to avoid detection so runners would buy cars mod them and then the police would eventually soup up their cars to match the runners. And then the re- runners would mod them even more. And then the police would mod their cars more. And it just became essentially an arms race to avoid being caught yeah. and then catching these runners. That's
1: really badass.
2: That's, yeah.
1: I can see now why. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's how it so all comes cool. together. So even before Prohibition ended in 1933, runners in southern states such as North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Georgia, they would get together and race their soup up cars wow bootleggers looked for good mechanics who knew how to make their cars better and faster than the police vehicles obviously to stay one step ahead and avoid being caught but eventually these mechanics also became the first NASCAR mechanics wow At, even after prohibition ended this arms race between bootleggers and smugglers um continued well into the 1940s
2: Wow, that's really fascinating. That's yeah. so wow. Cool.
1: That's a that's like a very badass way of starting yeah. a sport.
0: So the first real organized stock car race was put together in Daytona, Florida, as a classic. Uh, yeah, as a, it was just a promotion. It lost money, mm-hmm. but one dude, a mechanic named Bill France, he he was just inspired. He like had the vision and knew what this could be. Mm-hmm. After working literally 12 years to create a single standard set of rules for the sport and standardizing racetracks and cars and stuff like that, the first official NASCAR race was held again in Daytona, Florida in 1948. The winner was a dude named Red Brian, a former runner
2: that's wow
1: that's a lot of information to parse through that's
0: crazy so I've, i've honestly shocked i have one final question okay so junior johnson is a hall of fame nascar driver and he was also a former moonshine runner from north carolina how many nascar circuits did he win in 1955 while also running moonshine at the same time (laughs) at the same time like he wasn't doing it like literally at the same time
1: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) but like Like how many after the race i gotta get this back to uh (laughs) yeah
0: but like how how many circuits in 1955 in that single year did he win while also being a moonshine circuits
1: meaning like one race yes okay essentially Um, how many hmm. races are in one year at that time is a question that I didn't think I would be asking myself today, but now I am asking
0: myself. Just, here, I'll make it easy. Okay. Guess a number between 1 and 10. 10. Good guess. 9. You won 5, which is still very impressive. That is... Winning
1: Winning any number of races while also, like, transportate, transportating illegal goods is pretty badass,
2: right? Like it's yeah. one thing to be in the race, but to win, to win the race, all yeah. of those, and then wow,
0: wow. So that's like that's pretty much the history of NASCAR. Like it, can't, it went from here's this illegal good that's illegal right now, obviously not anymore, but we have to we have to make it, and then we have to transport it. And like the most impressive thing to me is they would transport this alcohol at night like i said on a single rain dirt or gravel mounted winding road with their lights turned off Mm -hmm. like that's supremely that's very
1: hard to do with a car nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah so and they're and they're more built for that it kind of reminds me like rally car racing yeah a little bit have you seen that i have not it's very similar to the kind of nascar souped up cars except it's basically like off-road it's more like okay like motocross like dirt bikes and okay. stuff they it's it's really interesting to watch mm-hmm. and i mean but it's very similar like they um they suit up their cars they have like really nice engines and basically nothing in their cars besides brakes and like a seat belt wow mm-hmm.
0: hmm. what did you think of the story rachel
2: that's wild i had absolutely no idea that that's the history of NASCAR. Like, are you kidding me? I'm very curious if there's any other like sports or I don't even know what else that has interesting roots like that. I don't know. Here's a conclusion: NASCAR is badass.
0: NASCAR is
1: badass.
2: Like, that's such a. I mean, the sport
1: today is like pretty interesting. Watching it with with all of the different, um you know, there's like technical aspects and like mm-hmm. driving is hard. But I feel like I didn't appreciate NASCAR when I was younger because I like didn't drive as a ten year old. You know.
2: Right, I, but don't I drive feel like in I would tunnel. also look at it and be like, okay, they just drive in a big circle, like, great, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but like, but like now, like, I know, like, it's like hard to, it's hard to drive at very fast um, Yeah, speeds. like the whole
2: pit crew thing. Yeah, having that a pit is crew. stressful. And
1: having to like, those guys go so
2: fast. I don't know how they do
1: it. It's crazy. And you have to like decide when to pit. Mm-hmm. You know, because you could be in first and like, you're like, oh, if I pit now, I'm like, I'm going to the back of the line. But right. Everybody else will. If I pit first, everybody else might pit. But if I pit last, then I'm, f- you know, fucking myself up for later. So. I mean, yeah. Conclusion.
0: NASCAR. Badass. Yeah, dude. Just Chad. Just think about like. It came from something that it was it was just kind of like a big F you to the US. They're right. Like, OK we want alcohol we're doing it we're doing it. we're doing it
2: (laughs) i think that's really interesting that the way you mentioned that it was just like going against like america and like the american government to think about now a lot of people think of like the nascar audience is very stereotypically like oh yeah confederate flags and like we love america and racing so i wonder how it kind of made that progression that is
1: very interesting i will say though i think that's the most american sport i can think of or the most american origin for a sport like or at least what i like to think america is you know there's like a lot of um sticking it to the man and you know like we're going to do things our own way and to, like the kind of love of alcohol and that stuff
0: to your point about how it's like how the fan base is more america centric mm-hmm. i think that's just that's just how the geography played out right because i don't think a lot of people actually do know the origins of how nascar oh, was absolutely created not. and if they if they do they just honestly don't care but nascar was started in southern states mm-hmm. so not generalizing but a lot of the southern states are very very patriotic to put it mildly to yeah. um so i think that's just how the fan base goes
1: yeah, this is a, this was a more interesting story than I ever thought it would be. That's so no, cool. Absolutely. I
0: told you it was going to be a roller coaster. You,
1: you know what? I, you doubted going, me. going back. I did. Okay. I did doubt you a little bit. You could say it's like yes. the Indy 500 unexpected.
0: It happens every year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got me there. It is,
0: a, it is an annual race. It is an, anu- it
1: is an annual race.
2: We'll say I had no idea what to expect, especially when you texted me, Eli, and you're like, oh, we're going to do a NASCAR episode. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know the first thing about NASCAR.
1: Now you literally know the first I thing know about NASCAR. first thing I know about the NASCAR. First... All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for coming. I just wanted to say real quick, again, if you like what you hear and maybe you want to be if you're interested in being on the podcast or hearing more you can go to our, our website when the lights go out you can find our website there and links to our social media our instagram is at when the lights go out pod and our twitter is at lights go out pod. you can uh, dm us or you know add us or whatever to let us know if you're enjoying the podcast if you want to be on the podcast let us know oh also <laughs> Make sure to give us reviews on Spotify, on Apple Music. That helps out a lot. Thank you.
0: This has been Moof.
1: This used to be Eli.
2: This is
0: still Rachel. Thanks for listening. See you next time on When the Lights Go Out.
1: The, the the movie Cars, that's oh like a God. big plot point. <laughs>
0: oh, that he doesn't God. have lights. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have headlights. That's
1: like basically the beginning of the movie Cars.
0: <laughs> and, then, and then, the a cinematic funny, masterpiece. The, the 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 lady, the Porsche lady car in the town has like a tram stamp, and that's a whole thing. Too. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I a am. weird sex thing with a that children's is a weird, movie about cars. Yeah.
2: How do they reproduce? Um,
1: I would. I'm more worried about why they have eyes in their windshield.
0: So, like but, in the movie Cars, um. In, in, like, the second movie, um, Mater eats something that he thinks is ice cream, but it's actually wasabi, right? Oh, so I thought that, it was like going to be quaaludes or but something. Like, but like, <laughs> He gets fucking high. <laughs> but, like, that just proves that in the Cars universe, there is ice cream. So where do they get the dairy? Because their cows are, like, tractors.
1: Maybe, maybe So do they
0: like, milk the tractors? Yeah,
1: dude. I mean, I would assume that they milk them. They get, like, well, no, because oil is like water, right? Yeah. They drink.
0: That's fucked up.
2: I saw some discourse about cars once because they were talking about, I think there's like a priest in it or something.
0: Yes, there is. There's a so car then, pope
2: <laughs> that just brings on a lot of things. Basically, they were like, <laughs> I don't know how they got to this point, but they were like, There okay, were crusades. Cars, there were the
0: crusades. Yeah. There were the crusades.
2: They were like, A Cars 911 cars probably, yeah. probably happened. Probably,
1: yeah. So then Cars is 911? Is yeah, because there's just, a planes movie. But,
2: Car Baba. But is it cars riding a plane or is it just a plane that was like, Err, like
0: Odyssey Bin Laden? <sighs>